Blog Talk Radio. on Blog Talk Radio. You know, I understand a lot of people have left Blog Talk Radio. What do you mean? A lot of the hosts are gone. According to someone that someone told me a lot of the hosts have departed. I don't know why. I mean, a lot of the shows are no longer working. Camille told us that she was doing readings on a site called, I can't remember, I wrote it down. I didn't, actually, I didn't write it down, it's in an email. So, when she says there's callers from all over the world on that, so I don't know, it might be a good idea to kind of check it out. We never did. Yeah, I mean, we, we, our I have to open the chat room, forgot to do that. No, I didn't forget to do that. We have no one in chat. Okay. Uh, our first show was uh, actually August 18th. I know it was August 18th, 2012. I, I, that's an important date for me anyway, August 18th. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> and the person who's born on that date doesn't even know, don't for, like a, doesn't even know we're doing podcasts. It's so, very funny. Uh, the, so it's been, what, 12 years? A full, well, it's been 11 years. 11, it's been 11 years. years. Coming on uh, 12 years in August. Yeah, we've been uh, on uh, doing blog talk. 
and that's consistently never missing really that's twice a week well we've had weeks where we've done hotels but but just virtually twice a week um, so it's a that's a lot of shows in fact this is our 1000 191st show. Yeah, but I don't know if that's going to be matching what is up because there were a couple deleted shows. I don't, I don't know. Well, the, the ones that we have done legitimately, this is 1,191 coming up today. That's how many shows we've done. Uh, <coughs> okay. Many, tens of thousands of people we've done readings. I really, I mean, it's, it's true. I, over the radio, I mean, or it's really podcast. There are so many people that you encounter. So yeah, I can't remember them all. Uh, and you know, it's always been a free service with people who call in, and uh, but that's our, our that's our gift to the universe. That's our duty to the to the, our fellow human beings. I've often wondered in terms of. Um, how some psychics connect to people that have crossed over and when they give generalized information, it always oh. somewhat annoys me. <laughs> Not that I haven't given generalized information myself. Well, because, but, 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 but if you are giving generalized information as a psychic, which can be maybe in taken taken out of context could be applicable to anybody who has somebody on the other side who loves them it has to be balanced with legitimate psychic information like you know the person's talking to you from the other side and there's specifics about the relationship or something that was known between them you know th there was a reading recently and candy corn came up and that was something that was a, a childhood um for the for the for the um well, it, was in, it was very specific it was very specific yeah it was very specifically like it was a friend and the and they, the, were, they used the word quite often yeah and uh, the, but, but yeah i mean it's it's it helps to always accompany general information with specific, specific information because there's got to be some form of connection but sometimes the translation is difficult yeah sometimes the translation is difficult and it's actually interesting this is the it, sometimes this happens to me in readings and you will come in so in a reading we did yesterday i said the name sarah to the individual and the, she wasn't gonna i mean she said well sarah's one of my best friends that would seem significant but i was i i did not feel it was a connection i mean i didn't feel that was the connection i said well you know we're talking about your career. Is there anyone named Sarah in your career? No, no. I, I, you know, I'd have to, you know, look through the look, you know, I'd have to look through my Instagram to see if there's a Sarah and I was just not hitting it. And Neil came in and said, wait, what about Sarah Silverman? So the, the person we were talking to actually encountered Sarah Silverman at her house, taking out the garbage, and Sarah Silverman waved while they were on a walk. Yeah, that day. That day. It was it that day. That day or the day before. Okay, mm -hmm. so you know, I didn't get, I, I didn't get Sarah Silverman. I got Sarah. I knew it was important and specific to the reading, but I just didn't get, I didn't get Sarah Silverman. You did, 
And so you were able to clarify my hit with more information to make it to make it fit into the reading and it fit into the reading because of the topic we were at, on, which was kind of a Hollywood type of topic. So, you know, in, in terms of the person's career, that was, you know, that was remarkable. Yeah, well, the, the you see, but it's beyond that too. It, it, it's beyond the, that too. Well, no, You're going to always say more. <laughs> on a more of a, on a more of a overview, the, uh, you're talking about career, and she goes on a walk, and her career is in 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 alignment with wanting to get into Hollywood and in the movies and TV at, on a on a level of photography, and so she meets on her hike in an area that she wants to live. Live, in. The, yeah, the, her dream area. In, in fact. her dream area, um, she sees Sarah's trash. So there's a tribal, and there's a somewhat of a casual. Very watered down connection, but nonetheless a karmic connection. And not only that, but Sarah Silverman—I don't know if I said before—waved to yeah, them, like waved, was very friendly. So there was a there was a communication, uh, however minimal or you know past you know what am I trying to say? It was a passing communication, but there was still a connection between the two of them, right. or the three of them, I should say, because there were three people involved. Two on well, walk. you know. Uh, 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 when you analyze, when you analyze a wave, why do we wave? I mean, what is the tribal connection well, that's, yeah. in a wave? A wave is meant to be a signal that all is okay, and that I bear no weapons, and that you're welcomed. That's what a wave really means on a tribal level. It means I come in peace. It, um, in tribal consciousness, you didn't wave. You, you, it wasn't like a hello. A wave was meant to be all is okay. Right, but now, I mean, a wave also can can signify in war to be prepared. So some of the tribal chiefs would wave to their uh, warriors to be alert and to be prepared. But it all it encompasses a unit of, of well, unity, being a whole, a whole energy. If you notice, Trim, Trump, aside from the Nazi salute, he's been yeah, you well, I just, that's what I was thinking of when you raising his wave. fist. Very interesting how he raises his. He has closed hands and he raises his fist, which is actually. A symbol too of black power, but the uh, idea that he's starting to use this hand gesture uh, is very intriguing, at least as a study in the attitude of hand or waving. Well, yeah, and there was a picture. There's a picture going around and comparing Trump's body language to Hitler's body language, and it's mirrored. You know, some people say, well, you know, you can't base on a, you can't base you know, you can't compare people based on their body language, whether it's similar or not. Well, you know, they also came in on, a, are coming in on a law and order platform and anti-immigration saying. Well, he's coming, he's using a lot of slogans and antidotes and language that Hitler used. Um, 
and you know he's got the he's got his party in a fever and it's, he's he, he's saying things that no other candidate has ever said before up to Dick Taylor. It really is um, amazing how he's got his, his uh, influence over the country. But nonetheless, we were talking about a wave, and we were talking about energy and tribal communication. Well, I was going to say and, something. Uh, open hand has a certain friendliness. A close fist means oppression. Defiance. Yeah, it's a dictator, a sign of dictatorship. Well, anyway, you know, back to the Sarah Silverman and client interaction. You know, on 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 behalf of the the people that were walking into her neighborhood, their wave, as you were saying, was like, you know, we're not friendly, we're not coming in to rob you or kill you. But on Sarah Silverman's part, her wave was a welcome into the neighborhood. So you know, yeah. as far as waves go, different meanings. Um, do you want to continue talking I mean, about you know, Trump? The reduction of being a celebrity is we're all humans. So there is a general attitude that basically, no matter what our prestige is, our reputation, or whatever we've achieved, we're still human beings at heart. So the idea that that becomes part of the thinking process leads into the idea that we're a tribal unit. Even if we're tribal units are made up of individual um, components. So when we, uh, when, like when we do a reading, we consider the uh, readers on any particular show to be in a tribal You mean the, 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 the readees? Yeah. Right. And you shouldn't eat readees. <laughs> Well, no. I don't know about any more. They probably would put like crickets. BMO, what is it called? BMO. <laughs> they put BO in it. Yeah. No, uh, GMO. Yeah. GMO. Uh, uh, Weedies we are probably GMO. We know that cornflakes are. And you look at the box repeatedly. Every time you put up this box of cornflakes, you said, I want, you say, I wonder what ingredient is GMO. I say, it's the corn. It's the corn. Yeah. What else would be GMO? You know, I don't think uh, the malt's GMO. You know. Being. Being vegetarians, we just discovered that um, veggie burger, is it called? But yeah, and you know, I was going to talk about this today. Veggie grill. Veggie, veggie burger. Veggie, veggie burger. Veggie grill. Grill. Veggie grill. Why don't, don't know. we know the name of this restaurant that we go to all the time, or order from all the time? We don't go there. Uh, veggie grill, right? Yeah, veggie grill. Veggie grill. Veggie grill. Is now being bought out by Next Level Burger, which I don't even know about this restaurant because we don't have any Next Level Burgers in this area. It's a Seattle chain. But they say it's, you know, Veggie Grill actually was, I think their 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 concept was predicated on um, a restaurant in Huntington Beach. What's that place called? Native Foods? Native yeah, Foods? Native. And Native Foods is quite good. I mean, it's, I think better than Veggie Girl, really overall. But um, but they said they stole their concept. And hi, there's someone in the chat. Um, they stole their concept. And uh, anyway, later, you know, became very popular. And 
and grew in California and I think other states, but recently they've had a um, had problems financially. So Veggie Grill closed their, I think 13, 12, 13 locations in California. And then I read in, um, I read in the Orange County Register that um, it was being bought out by this new chain. And apparently the new chain is, uh, they, they've used all organic ingredients and they're going to pay the, the workers a living wage. I don't think Veggie Grill does that because <laughs> the quality sometimes suffers there. I mean, it's like, I feel like the cooks are all high on marijuana <laughs> and not really focusing on their job because sometimes you get really sloppy food. Sometimes the food's good, but sometimes it's sloppy. So I'm interested to see what is going to happen with Veggie Grill and if they're going to rename them. Anyway, no one probably cares about the. Is there a person in the chat want to? Yeah. Do you, do you want to speak with us? Your name's Christine. Come on on and just chat for a minute. Come on and just chat. You can ask a question if you like, or you can call in if you like. 914-338-0164 is the call number. We're talking about Veggie Grill. Why are we talking Veggie Grill? Well, you're talking about GMO. We were talking about, about GMO. Um, we were just talking about things in, in the news and whatnot and how. She doesn't seem to want to talk. Uh, how. Uh, well, it, when it, goes, it goes down to, to details. Because we were, we were opening up our discussion about, you know, connecting with people on the other side, souls and spirits, and us in general. And, you know, what is, what is the pure ingredients of a reading? Is it modified? Is it, is it just a, a lot of... We're doing general talk, but we're not really in a particular reading at the moment. Can you hear... Can you... Uh, Christine, can you hear us? Uh, Canada, can you hear us? Because we're having problems, I think it's the internet. That's well, what's causing problems. I think it's the excellent. internet. Who said what's this excellent? I it, Canada says excellent, but we our sound is great. Oh. Okay, um, that's good. So, so, um, so when you look at a reading, you have to kind of analyze what is the ingredient. Neil is low again. Just suddenly. Well, we need to get mics. We need microphones, but this is an internet problem, or it could be a Blog Talk Radio problem. Who knows? They never get back in touch with us. Like yeah, talking. Blog Talk is not very good at getting back in touch with you. It's very hard. They used to used to be able to call them, and they would speak to you right away. But uh, yeah, I know we have to position this laptop in such a way that both of us can be heard, but I can also type and bring on callers, and it's difficult in the position I'm in currently. <clears throat> I'm not sure why. Uh, why would she say Christine is getting her Christine phone? Christine is this woman. Yeah. Well, okay, 316, because she said it in chat. You're not following oh. the chat. So, Christine, do you want a reading? I'm going to bring Hello. her on momentarily. Hi. Hello? Hi. Hi. How are you? I, I am fantastic and so glad to find you on the air. So, I think what I need to do now is. Lower the volume so I can yeah, hear you. Yeah, that would be a good idea okay. on the radio. Great. Okay, and I'm going to try to put you on speakerphone. You let me know if there's too much feedback. Okay. 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 Everything's fine, 
Everything's fine so far. Go ahead. What? So you're oh, good. You're Christine, and where are you calling from? Uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Pennsylvania, here in the U.S. Where are you located? We're in uh, the south, the southern, the south of California. The south, southern California, the south of California. Oh, well, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Um, you must be cold. You guys have nice winters oh. there. Oh, it's beautiful right now. It's white, not too much snow where we're located. We don't get the two or three foot snows and it lasts oh. for a little while and then goes away and it's uh, it's perfect. That sounds nice, very nice. We're going to be getting some rain and then our temperatures go up to 76 degrees next week. It, oh, hey. I don't like it. You know, this is winter. I don't want 76 degrees weather. <laughs> at all it's very depressing to me I, I, summer is my least favorite season but anyway Christine what's your question what's your birth date uh, my birthday is 12 10 1958 you know we've been getting a lot of people from December December birthdays, December oh. birthdays lately well let's see um, I, first of all I want to thank you for being on the air and I being available and helping raise the world's consciousness. Yeah. That's the first thing I'd like to say. Oh, absolutely. The veil is getting thinner all the time. Um, so we have a trip planned for Italy in March. Lucky and I suppose I'll, I'll ask you how that's going to go or if you see anything that we need to be thinking about or be aware of. Well, you know, first of all, as we move forward to answer your question, uh, Christine, we, we just want to ask really quickly, because your master number is nine, which is a very strong eternal number, your karmic number made up 27, meaning that in 1985, when you were 27, uh, there should have been a change, some form of a change, transition in your life. And this might still lead itself into Italy because Italy is a past life. You're going into a past life region where you lived before. So can you explain what happened when you were 27? Uh, I had the birth of my third child in 1985. Okay. Um, yeah. Birth of third yeah, child. Yeah, it was a very pardon. Well, before you go on, birth of third child is significant to the month, the third month of the year when you're going to Italy. So go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, well, it was the third child. Uh, I have four sons total. Um, it was a very tumultuous. Uh, disturbing relationship at that time. Uh, I didn't make the transition out of that relationship until about 2000, 2001. But my son, Timothy, was born in 1985. Um, and um, so you were divorced in 2001? I believe it was 2001. Yeah, see, that's in your code. 
if you look at your second number and your third number, there's a two one. Okay. And so th that former husband or relationship was karmic, but to the extent that you had to have a child with this person. Well, we had we had four children and yeah. four. I, one, two, three, four. Yeah, because your numbers one, two, one add up to four. So all of your children are from a past life. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. And well, I, 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 that explains the deep connection that I feel to them. We don't talk on the phone. I rarely see them, but I feel very connected uh, with a bond of love with them. Well, as we get into that, and we realize that you had your third child in 1985, with one still to come, two former. So you had two former and one still to come. So look at the code in your birth date. There's a two, and following that is a one. So that signifies, the two signifies the two children you had before Timothy. Timothy brings in three children. So there's your one, two added together, and one yet mm -hmm. to come. So your month and day signifies the karma you have with your children, regardless how often you talk to them or see them you still have a balanced relationship with them. Now, your trip to Italy is going to be totally reminiscent of a past right. life. And what you're going to do is you're going to also find yourself looking at the ocean or some body of water. And near that body of water, there's going to be a lot of greenery. And this greenery and this body of water is where you lived before. Just letting you know, there was an, there was another lifetime there. Well, yeah, you know, that's really interesting because when I look at photos of Italy and the way the houses are sometimes terraced, it's like I've had dreams uh, in my younger years. I had dreams of being somewhere, and maybe that was astral. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, yeah, you, uh, yeah that's right. That was, Christine. That's really interesting. I was born in Spain. Was that you? I'm, yeah. sorry to, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, you know, I asked Neil, did she say she lived in Italy? But I don't know if that was, have, did you live in Italy ever in your life? Uh, not until now. My husband, though, has. My current husband and the last husband and the most beautiful husband. <laughs> Yeah, well, that current husband you've been married to before. And when you mentioned Italy and Spain, we're also dealing with merchants, specifically in the area of wine. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you're a wine connoisseur or if you're just indifferent to wine. Well, the, the, the wine was uh, actually my husband introduced wine at dinner and, uh, and so yeah we drink wine occasionally um, yeah, your, your husband in the past situation your husband lived in in Italy with you and he was a merchant he he grew wine and he sold wine that was the past life so that's now come back in there's also did you happen to have met him at a social occasion uh, it was a show, social setting. I actually met him on a dating uh, app for seniors. 
Okay, well, that's still a social setting, you know. I mean, yes, it is. Yes, it is very social. Uh huh. And real quickly, has your mother crossed over? Yes. Yeah. So she's coming in. We can get to that in a minute because I think Kristen wants. Yeah, you know, I'm seeing. You know, it's weird. I'm seeing Provence. That the. Have you been to France ever? I don't know. If I only not in this life, I have not. Not in this life. And so I, I'm just wondering if the destination, because I'm thinking, okay, is Tuscany? I've been to Italy, but I've only been as far, I've been to Northern Italy and Central mm-hmm. Italy, but not to Tuscany. So like Bologna, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter where I've been, but I haven't been to Tuscany. So I don't know if the, what I'm seeing is, a region you're going to what where are you going specifically uh we're flying into rome and then we're going to florence and then to venice and then back to rome oh yeah i've been to venice so none of the are you planning on going to any countryside because these are all cities any uh, we're not planning on it at the moment but you know we're going to be there and who knows <laughs> well you know your 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 specific location in this destiny it still does not deviate too dramatically from where you were previously in the past life and of course when we get okay. to Venice we get to uh water we get to water and and canals and things like that when we get yeah. to Florence Florence actually came into a recent reading we did where uh, Michelangelo's David was mentioned. Oh, I've always, I've always, from the moment I learned of Michelangelo, I was like in love. I just, Michelangelo's art is just so incredibly beautiful. Well, let me go further. What I'm seeing is a painting. I don't know if you own it or not, but it's a portrait. And it almost looks like a conquistador. And it's a painting almost in profile. Now, just for starters, are there any, any, any paintings? In, in, well, I'm going to tell you, I created a painting, and in it looks like what you might say a conquistador. It looks to me like a soldier or a lawyer, and I felt that it was a male presence, a male guardian type presence. Yeah, you're you're tapping into a past life. Did you do the painting yourself? Yes. Well, if you're comfortable after the show, if you're comfortable, you could hook up with us or send us a picture of that painting, Chris and I Pena. would love to. Yeah, are you uh, on Facebook? Are you on Facebook? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We could even do that now if you want, because what's happening, and your mother's included in this, whether she's been friend or foe to you, but what's happening is that we are actually, over time and space, conversing with attitudes of your past life. Okay. And I, I, I love the fact you're bringing up my mom, because I was in a conversation with my sister yesterday. And my phone was acting rather strange, and uh, it was when I would go, so I was talking to my sister, I wanted to share, or she was wanted to share a picture with me, 
And every time I went to tap the chat icon on my phone, the entire screen went black, and I couldn't do it. And I'd take my hand away, and the screen would come up again. And then the moment I tried to do that, it would turn black again, and it did it three times. And then when I hung up with her and I saw that my end was not disconnected, I tried to open the phone icon to disconnect it, and the same thing happened three times. Yeah. And I thought, three, what's the significance of three? Well, 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 the significance of three is we were mentioning three, and we were mentioning March, and we were mentioning uh, Timmy thing being the third child, and three three is in your uh, month. month. And the, the reason it went black was your mother was trying to get through, but the vibration she was putting out was just too strong for the electronics. So it and that's happened. well, I, yes, I was thinking of that and the significance of it. And it's like three, three. And then in my mind, I, in my mind, I heard or saw or felt M-O-M, mom. Yeah, yeah, that was her. She's around. Now, if you want, you could send us that picture while we're on the air, or you can okay, do it later. I'm going to go to Facebook on my phone and search for, what do I search for? Look for, um, well, you can look for Neil and Kristen, N-E-I-L, and then all pressed together because you can't have two names. N-E-I-L-A-N-D-K-R-I-S-T-I-N. And then the last name is Baker. Okay. Neil and Kristen Baker. Wonderful. Okay, I'm on there. So now I am messaging you. And now I am going to send a picture of the painting. Okay. Great. And there he is. Image is sent and messages. The requests are covered. Tap to see image. Oh, wow. So it's an abstract painting, but this yeah, no, guy right the base very clearly. Oh, yeah. It kind of has a Don Quixote uh, um, appearance. That's, that is very um, representative of what I saw, and that works. So is he a guide, or who is this person? This was a past life. Okay, okay. A past life. And what you did, you you know, in your abstract design, you created what looked like two very large heads in in the background on either side of his shoulders above in the painting. And uh, you spark the energy uh, b- below the figure itself that looks to be like a bear or a lion, the face of an animal. It does, yes. So you, and but you see, this was Don Quixote. Uh, his horse was broken down, but he imagined himself to be, you know, a, a, a true savior. With, with Ismeralda and things like that, yeah. Butterfly there too. 
So I mean, uh, there's a lot to see. This this is pretty. I mean, it's intense, and this looks like part of the cat's face. Here. Yeah, you I have mean, there's a, a lot going you're on. You're very there. talented. Uh, yeah. Do you sell your drawings? Do, do, like the, uh, oh no, no, I I haven't sold anything yet. Not yet. <laughs> Well, you're well. You're tapping in. You see, you were a painter in, in the past life, and you're and and that there was a variety of past lives you had. Well, we all do. I mean, we um, all have a variety of past lives. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you might want to. You might want to. Um, you could look up Cervantes Don Quixote and just look at excerpts, highlights. You know, quotable. Maybe passages. get the get Reader's Digest version. No, you could just look up <laughs> quotable passages. Well, you can go to Goodreads and look up quotable passages from the novel itself because the novel is going to be six, seven hundred pages. But what's well, uh, interesting is the only reason I know about Don Quixote is was from my first husband because he had had an interest with it. Now the trip. I mean, trip. She's asking about the trip. Yeah. So well, on the real quick, and then we'll let Chris talk. The symbol of the trip. Will, will, will represent a, a, a thing called the rose tattoo. What is that? Yeah, interesting. Now, the rose tattoo was also a movie, I think, with Anthony Quinn. Maybe it wasn't Anthony Quinn, but it was a movie. But the symbol of a rose tattoo is going to be significant to you. And the name Rose is still uh, surrounding your mother. We can't go into details because we've got other callers, but and then oh, okay, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, Rose is significant. My mother, Kristen, let her talk. No, she can go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, yeah, you're short on time, and I understand that. Uh, just my mother's uh, represented that she her the yellow rose was her favorite, and I also I always associate roses with her. Yeah, interesting. So she's here. She's communicating with you. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, the getting into the idea of the purple flowers, I don't know where that's coming from because you've never been to France and you're... Oh, purple flowers are very significant. Uh, oh. At her at her funeral uh, memorial, um, the florist did not get the flowers delivered and a very dear friend of mine... Uh, it's just this beautiful, huge bouquet of the most beautiful purple flowers ever. It was huge. And she saved, you know, she's just, it was just beautiful. Oh, so the purple flowers is coming from your mother. So she's mentioning the purple flowers, but the image that I saw was a purple flowers in a field. But, yeah. you know. But it also, there's another we got to get to the other colors, but there's another symbol going on with purple hearts. So somebody died, died in, in the in war. war. Okay. Did anyone die? Um, in, anyone in your family history? I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I don't. I can't remember right offhand. Now, well, my second husband's father had a purple heart. I, you don't have. Oh, that's what it is. Well, that's, that's what it. it is. Second husband's father had. Second husband's father had purple heart. Husband. We're making notes. Well, yeah. I cannot thank you enough for taking my call. I just, I love all yeah. things spiritual, and I, I love continued growth, and I love the incidences. And my mother, I felt that was my mother last night, and you're kind of confirming. Uh, 
with her being yeah. present now. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're, welcome. You're so welcome. And you can follow us on Facebook. We have other pages that you may follow for our show. And, um, you know, we appreciate you sending the art. And we wish you a wonderful trip to Italy. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. You'll be seeing me. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. We have Dion, who has returned. Hi. Hi, you're safe and sound back in Heartbreakers. <laughs> back in North Carolina. So you've got your Can you believe I just got like yes, I just got back. The guy who helped me move the stuff <laughs> dropped me off in his car, dropped helped me drop the truck off. Everything's in. I got all my storage. I had a beautiful, beautiful drive last night. It was so peaceful. It was like nothing driving home. I'm so happy. Everything went so well. Great. So except the the except the little hiccup with the machine. Oh my God! I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe it happened. I I you know what though? I prayed to God. I'm like, listen, you know. I, I said I had very little control over that because I couldn't move it. So like put he put this he put the Pac-Man machine on that thing and then I couldn't get it off. And before you know it, he was already strapping it to the side. He's like, dude, I do it all the time. I'm like, well, I don't. I'm like, I don't want to do that, you know. On the like, of the car, is that that's what I was trying to understand no. yesterday. No, he tied it to the sidewall of the truck. Oh, inside the truck. Inside the truck on the sidewall. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But, how, but how still. Would you, would you get, how would you get in trouble for that? Because no one can see that. If it had, can. okay, well, it had a sticker on it that there was a GPS tracking device. But when the guy came today, he was actually a young man. When the young man came today, he goes, that's just BS. That's not for real. He goes, I'll flip it over and show you. There ain't nothing down there and underneath there or anything. And I'm like, okay. He's like, that's just the deterrent. And I'm like, but, you know, here I am doing all I can to clean up my karma and, and stay out of trouble. But then I got roped in with this one. And I'm like, I told him, too. I'm like, if anything happens, I swear I'm going to tell him where you live. I don't know where the guy lives, but I was so embarrassed. What? I mean, it all worked out. What? It all worked out. It all worked out, but still, what do you do when somebody ropes you into something that it's like, I, all I'm saying is, is I would have preferred for that not to have happened. But, hey, I got it now. I'm home. I'm happy. The fun will begin with all the unpacking. There's a nice little puffy snow. I do have a question, though. Okay. Go ahead. If I may ask. You may. Do you think I thank you. Do you think I should file for bankruptcy? I mean, I'm not afraid of filing for bankruptcy. I'm not afraid of being like, Yeah, you know, I spent too much money and I got sick and I couldn't pay back. So, I mean I I don't know. Or do you think that I'll have an opportunity at some point in the future to pay it off and I wouldn't even have to do that. I don't, I don't know what you to mean, do. You like a big windfall of money. Well, you do get, I mean, you are getting chunks of money gradually from this back disability. 
So you will have no, not really. Like no, they they only gave you me twenty five percent of it. Another twenty five percent, and then after a year, I get the full thing. So it's I I have to make decisions. Like yeah, do you think I'd come into like a windfall or my inheritance or something? So is, is there an inheritance to have? I mean, how uh, – I, I didn't know you were – I didn't know there was an inheritance. I thought the business and – Well, Neil said it wasn't over. Well, I mean, I don't think you can count on a potential inheritance. No, I've never counted on that. Going on with your family to pay your bankruptcy bills. And what happens is that the credit card companies are going to continue to accrue debt on top of the balance that you owe. And then they charge interest on the interest and it gets out of control. So you're, I know you're at like, you're in this kind of 20,000, 20,000 to 25,000 range. So. Oh no, it's like 27. 27. I mean, no, it's her, no, it's her debt. Oh, 27,000. I mean, close to getting right up. I mean, you're almost at your 28, your 28 and one, right? Your karmic number. So it's like, you know, creeping up to that 28. I mean, let's see. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not embarrassed or anything. It's not like, oh, you know, I had to file, well, Disney filed for bankruptcy and we share the same birthday. I'm more or less just like, should I just do it and get it over with and will my car be protected or will, you know, I'd be kicking myself down the road because, you know, I, I, I filed for bankruptcy yet, you know, I came into a windfall somehow. Well, if you come into a windfall, you're not going to be kicking yourself that you had a bankrupt, filed for bankruptcy because you're going to have a bunch of money. And it's not going to matter whether you have credit cards or not. If you file for bankruptcy, you will get credit cards in the future. One, that's a fact. I mean, it'll take a while, and your credit's kind of screwed for 10 years. But really, the impact of the bankruptcy will diminish over time. So the bankruptcy on your credit file is going to have much more impact in the first couple of years than down the road five years later, seven years later, it's not going to matter as much to lenders. Um, 27000 isn't a huge amount. It isn't a huge amount, um, but it's, it's, it's climbing up there to an amount that's going to be hard for you to pay off, I think. So, um, you know, I suggest talking. How many bankruptcy attorneys have you talked to? Two, and the they were both like basically you could do nothing, or for fifteen hundred bucks just wipe the slate clean. Your car's protected because I haven't been in North Carolina long enough for them to recognize it. But I don't know about that because when I moved here, they I had to do the registration. So they have the title of the car. You know what I'm saying? Basically, the lawyers were like, you're pretty much judgment-proof. So you could just be like, bye, because they can't touch your, your the money that I have coming in. And they can't – and in North Carolina, they don't garnish wages. So unless I have what, – what they said was, is okay, let's say you get – somebody gets a judgment against you. 
Okay, well, what are they going to attach it to? She said that my car is protected for like another 700 days. So well, then she said being new to North Carolina was a big incentive for me. State laws don't apply, only the federal ones do. And she goes, who knows, I then you might be back to work or whatever. But you want to wipe the slate clean, 1500 bucks. And right, your car's protected. Not going back to work, exactly, because you've got some health issues to take care of. And not only that, you're on disability. You're getting disability. And if you go back to work, you're forfeiting your disability. Oh, no, no, no. I can't go back to work until after the surgery and I get a clean bill of health. And right. even if I choose to go back to work, it would be very, like, part-time. Right, because they take for a while you earn from your disability, so you're forfeiting your disability benefits if you work. I'm not saying you should never go back to work because you're on disability and you you know live off the government for the rest of your life, but I think you should use the disability to your advantage while you have it, and because you have pending issues with your health, you know this is your debt is going to climb. Your debt will climb in the months that you're collecting this disability check and you're dealing with your health. So it'll probably exceed 30000 very soon. Because they so what should I do? Well, should I file? Are you able to pay off, pay off your credit cards per month? Or you, can you afford to do that right now? No. 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 So you can't even make minimum payments. Minimum payments is just no. Yeah, minimum payments is barely going to cover the interest. It's it's she's in she's got a mountain of debt that's going to just increase even with minimum payments. Well, you know, at at your age, and the fact that you're not planning a drastic career change and things can change. You know, you're probably better off filing. I think so. And just getting a clearance and uh, okay and yeah you know, getting a fresh start I think yeah. filing is going to be better yeah and getting just, it you off know, your back be wise about don't spend a lot of money don't build up don't do this and start building up a debt again to your best of your ability keep be very thrifty uh, but that's probably going to be your best strategy um, your your attorney said, you know, you can do nothing. But the problem with that is you're saying I can't afford to pay off the minimum payment, so I, that can get me in trouble. So if you wipe your slate clean, you're at least avoiding potential difficulties and the contingencies that involve bankruptcy, like just repossessing your car, seems minimal. Well, that would probably be the best strategy. Also, um, to understand that you have a, a broken up eight in your uh, birthday code, so money is not the money is not going to be your favorite friend. So declaring bankruptcy is a, a part of the code in your energy because you you do have a twenty eight ten one. So the the true twenty eight, the true eight appears in your karma. The zero. That zero may represent the bankruptcy in your life. But 
do you feel as though that, like, if I do this, my car really is protected? Because, you know, I, I really just don't trust lawyers at all. Well, you better trust and your so, lawyers. Then, you know, I think the car is going to be protected. I told you that your car was protected okay. months ago. And they're telling you your car is protected. I don't think that South Carolina is going to take your – or North Carolina is going to take your car away suddenly in the midst of bankruptcy and the lawyers are wrong. But you've, you've got to make sure. You get a few more opinions. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem to be a, a, a big problem on a psychic level. But I would advise you to get a little bit more, a few more opinions and uh, see what other attorneys might say until you maybe find somebody who says directly they can. And then you can examine it from there. You don't have to decide this tomorrow. Okay. Well, I want to clean up the debt while I'm working on my health because I feel like, you know, I did spend the money, you know, um, but I spent the money because I wasn't working. I mean, I had to still have everyday essentials, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, anyway, that's okay. So I feel comfortable at least moving forward with that because I don't want to try to stress myself out and try to pay back $30,000 in debt while I'm not working, pending a surgery, but yet I need to clear it up too. Like I need to make sure that I don't just let that linger, you know? And Kristen, I don't remember you saying that my car was protected, but if you did, then I I apologize that I... Oh no, don't worry about it. Go back to our messages. I mean, we have so many messages. It's going to be hard, but I, I know. I believe your car is protected. They can't take your car from you because it's your mode of transportation. Unless it's, I said you need to check because your car is worth a lot. But because it's your only car, you know, they're not going to take your car. What are they going to have you walking around and taking buses? It's ridiculous. So I, I believe your lawyers and go back to our. I'll, I'll find it. We got to close today. Now. Don't worry about it. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Bakers. Thank you, Bakers, Thank very you much for everything. Welcome. You're welcome. Oh, very, very grateful. Got my thanks. Oh, okay. Thank you for the donation too. We yeah, thanked thank you at you. the beginning of the show. We forgot last time, so thank you. Thank you. I sent you another one today. You should not. Okay, thank you. But we'll talk about that. You should. That's be. it now. The Santa's gone for another year. That's it now. I love you. I love you. Okay. Bye. Hi, Cupid. Bye. Okay. Um, I, TBA, we don't know when we're going to be on next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out the date, times. Okay. Bye.